This week, the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. You need a tool set to use at your shows to gather fan data. What shows they're at, email addresses, who they are. Best way to do that, run a contest. How do you do that? You set.live, create a QR code, and they set up the whole back end for you for free so you can start gathering data on the road. Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes, where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert, two longtime music industry pros, discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you need to succeed in this new... Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. Flying solo again this week. Uh, Jay is in Nashville on business. Uh, but we got a great episode this week. Something that's going to appeal to artists of all levels and all sizes. And it's really a simple solution for gathering more of your fan data. But before we get started in that discussion... I just wanted to quick, give a quick shout out to uh, Bruce and everybody at HypeBot and Bands in Town for support, everything you do to help us out week in and week out. And just remind everybody, head over to bandsintown.musicbizweekly.com. Sign up for the artist community on Bands in Town. It's free to sign up, free to join, no cost. It's all great discussions with other people in the industry, other artists, other musicians. And of course we discuss every weekly episode over there as well. So go check out bandsintown.musicbizweekly.com. Um, and of course I want to give a special shout out to our sponsors, bandzoogle.com built by musicians for musicians. Bandzoogle is an all-in-one platform that makes it very easy to build a beautiful website and EPK for your music. Banzoogle powers the websites for tens of thousands of musicians around the world, from weekend warriors to Grammy winners. All the features you need for a professional website are already built in, including hosting and a custom domain name, dozens of fully customizable design templates, tools to sell your music and merch commission-free, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters, social media integrations, and of course, their amazing live tech support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. We got a great offer for all of our listeners out there. Head over to bandzoogle.com, sign up, try it for free for 30 days. And when you sign up, make sure you use this promo code. This is all one word, no spaces. Use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY and you will save 15% off the first year of any subscription. And of course, discmakers.com. We know it's a digital world, but there's still an important role for physical media for today's musicians. Digital royalty payments can be so small that selling products like CD, vinyl, and even t-shirts online and at gigs has become such an important income generator. For every CD you sell at a gig, you might need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money, and that's a lot of streams. Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even t-shirts. Yes, Disc Makers sells t-shirts. 
So we got a great offer. Head over to discmakers.com, place an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, use the promo code FREEBIZ. That's all one word, promo code FREEBIZ, and you'll save up to $150 in shipping costs. So this week we're joined uh, by Jared from Set.Live. And this is a great service that everybody needs to look into, especially if you're doing shows. If you want to get your fans at your shows involved, if you want to gather your fans' data, email addresses, who they are, where they saw you, Set.Live provides a completely free tool set that you can use to set up and manage these types of efforts at live events. Although we get into it, it doesn't need, it's not restricted to just live events, but it's obviously um, very tailored for live shows. So hang on, listen to Jared. We talk all about set.live and I'll see you at the end. Bizweeklypodcast.com. Subscribe on YouTube, follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. Hey, Music Biz Weekly listeners and viewers out there. I'm really excited to be joined by Jared Goldner, who is a director at Set.Live. And uh, that also happens to be the URL. So anybody who hears us talk about Set.Live, you can just go to the URL, Set.Live as well. Um, Jared... Before we get into a deeper discussion, why don't you give us a very high level, you know, couple minute elevator pitch? Who are you? What is Set.Live? I know Set.Live is, is under another company's umbrella. Why don't you explain the world to us before we get into this? Sure, no problem. So the, the really, really brief background on me is uh, originally from... Cleveland, Ohio, and I moved to Dallas, Texas, geez, 12 plus years ago now. And I started working at a, a digital ad tech company and did a lot of digital marketing, digital ad tech. And the CEO of that company started a music company and asked me if I wanted to join. I knew nothing about music and I just kind of jumped both feet in. And originally, ironically, I was going to be our like account manager to manage a lot of the major brands that we work with but we looked around the room one day kind of like one of those spider-man memes and was like who's gonna actually call on all the artists that we need to work with and i was sort of the odd man out because we only had one client at the time and so it was like jared will do it and that just kind of stuck or you know our, our original plan was that we'd backfill me and hire different people who had been in the music business and i just fell in love with the job um and so I've been doing this now for almost eight years, which is really crazy to think about. But I worked for a company called Music Audience Exchange. And really our, our core concept was there has to be a better way to pair brands and artists and get artists technology to market themselves when we see a lot of the like top level artists at major labels doing that, or we see consumer brands who are doing it, but why are there not easier ways to connect the dots and use data and analytics to really match people together? And so been doing that. And then we looked at the world and said, look, we just, we believe that we're an artist first company. 
And so we need to develop better tools for artists, managers, and labels to engage with fans, connect with fans, capture first party data, which I'm sure is something you and I are going to talk a lot about, but like own your own relationships with fans. And so we started building tools to do so. Our newest is, is called set.live and it's focused on now that touring is back and, you know, bigger and badder than ever. It's really focused on capturing those people in, inside a venue that night. And so that that's really what we've been focused on. So let's let's dive into set.live. Talk to us about what this tool set is. You know, how does it work? What are what are the features? Um, what are what separates you from maybe somebody else who has other similar or is trying to do the same thing? Let's 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 look at set.live. Yeah, sure. So so set.live really ha- has three kind of core principles. One, it's how can you engage your fans at a live show? How can you make sure you can do that in appless and easy experience? Because I think, you know, if anybody reads um, Bloomberg or New York Times, there's posts that come out constantly now about like app fatigue. It, it's real. People are actually deleting more apps off of their phone than they're downloading. So that was kind of our one of our core principles was like, can't make this an app. It has to be something that's appless or browser based. And then the third was for an artist. How can they actually collect that contact information so they have first party data? And so we, that was really what we focused on. And so if you can imagine as you're a fan, you walk into see your favorite artist, you know, inside the four walls of that venue and, you know, there's a stage and a bar. And so Set.Live focuses on, well, hey, go scan this QR code for a chance to enter to win or participate, be a part of the show. So there's your engagement piece. And then in order to do so, um, you actually have to then give up some information like who are you? What is your name? What is your email address? So the artist has a way to reach back out and start to directly connect with their fans like we've seen so many other major brands doing in a in a seamless and easy way. The second so, oh, no, go ahead. Go, go, no, go go ahead, continue. Yeah, I was gonna say the second piece of that is while we love the QR code, all of the tech that we built is actually um geofenced, meaning that if you go to a show in LA and I go to a show in Dallas, I can actually literally type in set.live and it'll say, oh, wow. Hey, Jared, you're in Dallas tonight. Are you here to see Brandy Carlisle show? Great. Join, join her show. And then it'll prompt me to do so at the same time that you're going to your LA show and someone else is going to their Nashville show. And so it's all really geo-fenced and geocentric as well to make it as simple as humanly possible for everyone. So, you know, over, over the years... Um, we've seen various companies and promoters try and try and do more fan engagement at shows. Everything from, you know, just tweet this hashtag and maybe your tweet shows up in a, you know, some, you know, a stream going across the screen or uh, post a photo to Instagram. And again, use this hashtag and maybe we'll share your photos. Um I have, I mean, this is just my personal view. None of those really have seemed to exploded and taken off of, from the standpoint of the fans wanting to do that. Um, you know, you're, I'm aware, I think we're all aware they try and do these things, but what are the hurdles to get this past the, oh, that's kind of cool. I'll try this once, but then. I'm too busy hanging with my friends or I, you know, 
how how do you how do you turn it into a two-way engagement i guess because it's one thing to just post your photo but boy it takes it to a whole nother level if you're getting something from that beyond just am i going to show up on the big screen am i going to show up on the big screen i mean and when you don't show up on the big screen all right i'm not going to do this the next time so you know what what are the hurdles you've had to overcome when you look at how other people have done it to get this sort of fan involvement at a show and whether it's a show at a at a small bar or an arena i mean it it, it works the same in both locations i'm assuming right yeah a- a- absolutely and I, I think that's a really great question so the first thing is i, I would take a step back and say that during COVID, we we had a live stream platform, and it wasn't to be the next great live streaming company. It was for us to watch how fans were going to engage with artists because it was a very different medium than than had really been put forth previously, right? And so it forced you into a unique setting. And what we did with Set That Live is we took the best or most engagement most engaging ways that fans and artists were talking to each other or connecting during those live stream moments and built that into set.live. And so for some artists, they come in and say, I want someone to vote on my encore. And that's a really interesting thing because at the end of the show, to your point, everyone who voted now gets to see exactly what happened. And maybe they feel let down because the song that they voted on doesn't win. But the opposite is also true that you're like, wow, I made this happen. I was a part of the show now which is something rather unique mm-hmm. i also think we have this instant ability to run a sweepstakes which which has been very powerful and i think artists have really liked that because it's given them a, a unique ability to talk about this from the stage where they're like hey who wants to meet us backstage tonight after the show well all you got to do is go visit set live your phone's out already pointed at me the whole show anyway why don't you make use of it And what I really like about that is that the artist is now telling you to do it. A lot of the things that you were mentioning in terms of like the tweet or the hashtag are very passive, right? It's usually just like on a screen somewhere. And like you said, you're with your buddies, you're having a beer. I think, I think that's hard sometimes when it's, when it's something really passive, you, I don't think you can expect a lot of people to engage. I think when the artist is more involved, um, which is something that we really push for and, uh, the managers and labels that we've worked with so far have been very keen on as well. I, I think you get a much different or better, I should say, result because it's one thing to see the sign on the wall that says "Scan here tonight to win." It's a, a very different ball game when the artist that you already paid a lot of money to go see and probably went to dinner beforehand, and you're looking at probably a hundred plus dollars in you know time and value and everything that you've already put in tells you, hey, go scan that code or visit set.live because now I'm telling you that you can win something tonight. And they're like, oh, wow, like that's actually going to happen. And so, and so I think it creates a, a much more appealing engagement. So is this, take, take me through the artist's setup and management of this. You know, the, 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 the other thing, I'm sure you've encountered this, but I encounter it all the time is, a lot of times artists are like, oh, wow, this sounds great. And then it's like, well, we don't have anybody who can do this for us. You know, we don't have crews might just be the band on the road. And when they're on stage, that's it. 
they're on stage. They're not watching things happening online. Um, what's the setup process? What, you know, do, do, do artists sit here and go, oh, I want to use this feature and this feature, but not this feature. How does that work? How do they get started with this? Yeah, so really to get started, they'll have a quick meeting, either the artist or the manager label, have a quick meeting with myself and my team. We'll build out a sample page for them, uh, which is something separately we're working towards a self-serve tool altogether where you as the artist can just sign in. And like you said, here's my pick list. I want to do these four things. Great. And here's you know what I'm giving away or here's the charity that I'm really involved in that I want to highlight tonight. And like off we go, which is something we're working toward. In the interim, my team will build everything out, out for you. And what's really nice is that the artist can designate someone to have a login or as many people as they'd like to have, have a login. But dependent on the prize or the setup, which is something we work with them on a, a fair amount, you don't have to check it every night. If you're giving away a prize, and I'll use Trace Adkins as a really great example of someone who we work with a ton, He's giving away one prize at the end of his tour. It's a big prize, right? It's a signed guitar and a chance to to meet him and a private me Zoom message. It's a pretty cool prize in, in my eyes, but he's giving away at the end of the tour. So really he's designated one person to just make sure that his audio spot and video spot that he created runs. And so it's a much more streamlined process where fans are seeing it right before he gets on stage Nobody has to check anything or really do anything. It's part of their active rotation for the rest of the tour. And then his manager is going to log in and just pick one winner at the end of the end of that entire tour. With some artists, though, that they're like, no, I want to pick a winner every night or I want to engage my fans that way. And then we'll set it up a little different where they can run a sweepstakes every single night for 20 or 30 stops. But I think both work and it really depends on, you know, how you want to set it up and how you want to be most successful. So do you, and, and, and I'm, and I, I don't want this to sound like I'm taking away from you what you're doing, because you're obviously providing a lot more behind the scenes, but if an artist is sitting here listening to this and they go, Oh, wait a second, can I just create a QR code, build my own web page and put a sign at my show that says, scan this code and, you know, enter your email address on that page that you land on tell us what you're doing above and beyond that. Why and, you know, why set.live brings more to the table than just the artist who's like, yeah, I'll go to Wix.com, build a web page, direct my QR code to go there and I'm done. Yeah, for sure. Well, one, I'd like to meet meet some of these artists that are that go starter that'll actually go to Wix and build their own website. Well, and, you know, and, you, and, 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 and <laughs> you know, not not to take it lightly, but you're right. That in itself is one of the big things you provide. But, you know, I guess where I'm coming from is there's different classes of artists. There's artists that have a, a team, whether small or large around them, that can take an idea like this that the artist has approved and now go make it happen. You know, yes, whatever fees might be involved, um, it's worth it because we don't have to worry about anything. And then there's the other artists who are like, it's just us. It's the four guys in the band. And, you know, we don't have a lot of money 
and we got to do everything on the cheap, but we love this idea, but maybe this is how we got to do it because we, you know, we got a website and our, you know, my, my nephew who does the website, I'll just tell him to build one more page on the website and send me the URL. I mean, you get where I'm coming from here. So it's of course. And yeah. I, I totally understand your question. I'm going to answer it in a couple of ways. Um, you know, first of all, I, I, I think we work with all types of artists, right? Whether they have a team and, you know, 10 people and maybe too many cooks in the kitchen sometimes. Yep. All the way to, you know, like you said, four guys and they are going from city to city in a van. Yep. They're, 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 they're the band. And... They're the tour manager. They're the merchandising team. They're, they're, they're doing all their social media and, you know, and they, yeah. they may have a fan that meets them in a certain city and volunteers to help that night. But yeah, they're, they're doing everything on their own. Yeah, for for no pun intended, but they're a one man band, yep. right? Like, well, I and I get it. And so we work with everybody. And I would say a couple of things. One, those types of websites, like you mentioned, don't have that geo fenced tech. Yep. And I think that that's something that's really special. The second thing is everything loads into a CRM for them. It tags what shows, so they can really start to figure out who their fans are and where what show did these people come to so they can follow up with them into their marketing drip. Yep. The third thing, which is really interesting, you asked about price. We're an artist first company. This tool is free. My team's time is free to all, any artist manager or label who wants to work with us on that. And I, I can get, we can dive into why. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. But... well, I would love to dive into, I mean, and Jay and I asked this of a lot of companies. So then, how do you make your money? Because at the end of the day, if you don't make money, your service isn't going to be around a year from now. So, you know, how are you guys creating some revenue so you can offer this for free? Yeah, a hundred percent. So like, like I said, there's, there's a whole other side to our business, right? I work for a company called Music Audience Exchange. And most of our employees really sit on that side of our business, which is focused on brand partnerships. And so we have a, a large subset of major brand clients from Ford to Dr. Pepper, AARP, the Marines, that they pay us to run their music partnership programs. And we could talk more in detail about how we use data and analytics to actually pair the right artist with the right brand in terms of what's the audience the brand wants to reach and how does the artist fit into that and building a really cool story around the two of them that actually is authentic and organic and makes a ton of sense. But to stay with the set.live idea, our whole goal is that long-term, I think that this is really great brandable, I'll call it inventory for lack of a better word, but a brandable asset for an artist, a manager, or a label to use where they say them themselves can go out and say, hey, brand, why don't you become the sponsor of our giveaway or this set.live tool that we're using? And in turn, my sales team can also turn around and say, oh, wow, we need five more shows with activations in LA. Well, who's using set.live? And now instead of having the artist pay us a small subscription fee to use our tools, I can call call them back and say, hey, you know that tool that you really like, set.live? I'm going to pair you guys with a brand. Does this make sense, first of all? And great, here's a check to you for doing so. Because we believe that this is an unbelievable untapped market where you think of, what does a fan see inside of a venue? They see the band or artist on stage. 
once those lights go down, the only thing they see is that artist and they probably have their phone out. And so we believe those are the two most important pieces. And so starting off by letting them connect with one another and, uh, you know, the artist owning that fan data and owning that relationship, I think is step one. And I think step two is helping monetize, you know, the phone in someone's hand, which I'd say is probably the most valuable piece of inventory that you now have. So you mentioned that set.live, that tool set is free. But then you mentioned a subscription. So is 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 there other services that an artist might sit here and go, okay, I need the enhanced features. I want more, ah. you know, the, the the freemium model. And and I'm all for that, but you know, I want to get an understanding so our listeners can get an understanding of okay, how much can I do on set.live completely free? But at what point is it okay, you want to do x y and z well that's a subscription or that gotcha no and and that's my apologies i i I was using the subscription model as an example okay do not have a subscription model this is a hundred percent free yes okay so sorry thank you for the clarity and i I apologize so 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 confusion you're gonna you're going to create the the whether it's the um the 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 poll whether you're, you're running a poll whether you're asking people to enter a contest. I saw you've also got something for auctions and VIPs. All of that you guys will set up for free. You'll create that and and basically let the artists do their best to go out there and drive their fans to it. Do you, the data that's gathered, just to be clear, do you have access to use that data or is that solely owned by the artist? Yeah, that's a really good question. That data is for the artist and the artist alone. Obviously, we have access to it, but we don't do anything with that. We're not selling off your data. We're not using you're, it you're, to you're not marketing it to, anyone to else. No. You're not marketing to our fans because our fans might be similar to this other band you're working with. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. Okay. Not at all. Yeah, it's not like, oh, great. You know, We're working with Trace Atkins. Well, now... We're working with another country star. So let me use Trace's fans that he has to go. Yeah, let's let's to... let's let's tell Trace's fans come over here and do this. Yeah, no, no, no. We we one we're really strict with our data privacy and policies and are up to date. We actually hired a private company to run security against our our, our data just to make sure that not only were we telling you that we were safe and secure, you know, a third party company was saying, sure. "Hey, this is a good place to 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 trust." Um. But separately, no, I have a firm belief like you're an artist, you've worked really hard to build your fan base. And in most cases, you don't have the proper access to your fans that I I personally think you should. Um, You know, you have to rent your fans back from Facebook and TikTok and Ticketmaster and anywhere else that really you engage. And I think you should have direct access to own that relationship by yourself. Is so is set.live sort of a a tool set where you use that to introduce artist managers labels to what you offer in the hopes that they want the other services you might offer as an agency? Yeah. So once again, um all of our services on the artist side are are free, no matter what they are. Like when we put you with a brand, 
the brand is paying us to to run that, and then we're cutting the artist a check. I mean, we're never taking money from so you, you as the manager or artist or label. There, so there's no there's no fees up front, but I'm assuming you would take a percentage if yeah, you brought a, a brand. If you brought a brand to an artist and that brand paid, you're going to cut a check to the artist, but you're going to probably take a percentage for putting that deal together. So we take zero percentage from the artist. Well, the way our, our business works is we're not just doing a traditional sponsorship, right? Hey, artist, let me link you with brand and here, here's a check and you go post social media on your own. We actually run, let me back up, the brands that we work with pay us not only to run their music program, but to run the media, to film the content, to do go do all of these things. So we might have a package where it's a couple million impressions. It's going to run on social channels and on streaming services and on YouTube. And the brand is paying us to do all of that. And then there's a pocket that's already carved out that, that we've agreed upon with the brand that, hey, this is the value that we think the artist should be paid. And then when we call the artist, we're just giving them that money. I'm not taking a percentage. There's, okay. you know, does that make sense? Like if yeah, we're offering it, you know, the artist- it, it, it it it, 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 yeah, it 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 does to me can. and i and i just want to i want it to be very clear so are the diy artists out there listening you know they're 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 always scratching their head going okay if it's free it's too good to be true what's the catch somewhere down the road you know i'm going to be up so you know so i just wanted to make that very clear for anybody who's listening how this works yeah, I, absolutely, and I I appreciate you you asking because I do want to make it very clear that our services are one hundred percent free, and that's because we really believe in the model that we're building. That we think branding and sponsorships are are really the way for an artist to make extra revenue, extra cash, and, and provide them a unique way to connect with their fans. So, will you work with? any artist who comes to you or do you review artists to decide which ones you're going to work with? Meaning, you know, Hey, I've got, I'm a brand new band and I've got a very small following and I'm playing three shows at some coffee shops is not quite the same as a band that's doing a 40 date tour across the United States. You know, do you have criteria of who you will work with? Yeah, so uh, that's another really interesting question. Um, the very short answer is, of course, we have criteria, but we really will work with anyone because I want to make sure that every artist does have access to the proper tools. It's interesting that you brought up the coffee shop scenario um, because we have a separate tool. It's called Next Song, which nextsong.live, and that is much more for your coffee shop struggling. You know, I'm playing three-hour gigs, covers and it is as such what's the next song it allows fans to to go in and request songs digitally and tip the artist directly so that they have a unique way to engage with once again once you tip you have to share you know your name and your email so that now we're helping even that smaller artist who's playing in coffee shops and trying to get their name out there to build their fan base and facilitate a way to take credit card payments, which is probably something that they couldn't do. They have a tip tip jar, which most people don't carry cash, especially after COVID. And so it's like, well, how can I help facilitate making sure that they get paid? Right. 
Right, right. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. So when when an how do I want to phrase this? When when an artist wants to do something and since you said right now you're setting it all up for the artist in while you guys are moving towards a more self-service platform, what sort of lead times are you looking for? I mean, is it is are you able to deal with an artist who says, "Hey, I just learned about you and my tour starts uh next Tuesday." Can we get it done that quick? Or are you sitting here going, no, we need six weeks to get oh, all no. this set up, tested, approved? You know, what What are we looking at in timelines here? A couple of days. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we have a, a, have a really great team behind me. Um, you know, it's not just me like in a, in a basement somewhere, right? I have a, have a whole team behind me. Uh, and so they really make sure that that, is possible um for most artists i would say if someone called me at five o'clock today and said hey can you set something up for six that might be a little tough <laughs> yeah it happens but, it happens. but i was gonna say it happens right yeah <laughs> I know. it definitely happens um you know that might be a little tough although the exception would be like if they're an artist that we've worked with a lot and i already have their stuff like oh man we forgot you know we just picked up this new date or we were having a surprise show we, and we extended we extended the tour uh, yeah, yeah. You've already got the assets. You've already yeah, that, got stuff. That I can, assuming I'm by a laptop and not you know flying around the country or anything else. Yeah, yeah. That part's pretty easy, and we can we'll still make that happen. But for that initial one, I'd say we like to have like a good seventy two to ninety six hour window just to build everything and make sure it's correct. Right. That that's what's most important, and make sure that the artist likes it. You know, obviously we go through iterations of, hey don't use this photo use that photo or i wanted you know you to use this first photo or say something like this and now that i see it on the page i, I want it to be a little different we want to make sure that they don't feel like they're forced which compressing that time obviously would make that much harder and so for us a couple of days max is is, is all of this with set.live pretty much designed for live performances or are there ways you can utilize the same tool set and get creative to do online promotions you know put put the qr code up on my facebook page and scan that qr code and you know go through the same process hey we're we're, we're, we're gonna do uh i don't know we're not doing a live show but you know we're gonna be hanging out at some bar you know, come out and hang with, you know, you get what I'm going. I'm, I want to try and understand how you can maybe, because as much as touring is so important, there's a lot of bands that touring is very tough, but they're sitting here going, wow, I love what you're doing, but can I use this if I'm not touring is I get is guess what I'm coming to. Yeah. So no, these are great questions. Uh, one, yes, you, so every page or, or show or event that we build out has a unique and direct URL. So you could, in theory, post that on your social channels, text that out to people, whatever that might, whatever the case might be, if you already had some of their contact information. And we have artists that that use that. We just ran a really, really successful online campaign with a with an artist named Jelly Roll. Um, it was unbelievable. We collected almost three thousand new contacts um, in like forty eight hours on on just Facebook. So really amazing. Um, when you think of what that could look like, 
you know, running contests over and over mm-hmm. again, just on your social channels. But separately, and I'm glad you brought this up, we do have other tools, right? And so we have this other tool called Set the Set, which I really love, uh, that basically is a social tool that asks your fans to build their dream set list, right? Hey, we're thinking about going on tour, or we just released a new album. Why don't you tell me what your favorite songs would be? And every fan always has those four or five songs, right? When you go to a show, it's like, but if I don't hear these, man, right. Right. I, I, I leave bummed. So we have that. And then we also just released and are, and are running our first tests on it this week of smaller social um, surveys that you can do. Like, hey, we're thinking about dropping new merch. Here's a long sleeve t-shirt, a short t-shirt, and a hoodie. Which one are you most interested in or which design do you like the most as ways to uniquely engage fans, but also then in turn, once again, in order to engage, got to give up some information. And I really like what we're doing there because it's going to be a progressive tool, meaning that when you go and answer that first question, maybe the band pulls pulls up a second question two, three weeks from now. It's going to cookie your browser so that that way, instead of asking the same questions of what's your name and your email, maybe they ask your age and your birthday or what your favorite drink is, you know? And so there's not only building out demographic information, but they'll be able to build out psychographic information as well. So they have a really interesting and holistic view of what their fan base looks like. Now you, you mentioned like if you use this at an, a live event and you come back, it knows that you saw them in Dallas and says, Hey, you know, I saw you, you saw so-and-so in Dallas. If, if you're using this, not in a live event capacity. And again, I'm just trying to think of the, the, the basics here. I put a QR code up on each of the different social networks that an artist is on. Will you capture information on where they scanned it, meaning they scanned it on Facebook or they scanned it on Twitter or they scanned it on Instagram? And will you still gather that user's geolocation from their device as they scan it? So so I guess what I'm trying to get to is, will you get more information than just the entry form? Will I be able to know, wow, 70% of the entries came from Instagram and, and, you know, 40% of them were based in the Southwest of the United States. Yeah. So we can absolutely help with using like pixelated codes and and different things like that to figure out where people are, are most coming from. Like you said, Oh wow. 70% of people came from Instagram. And I thought Facebook was really my, my big driver. Well, it looks like Instagram really is And, and learning that information. What's nice though too is let's say we post two unique pages. We'll let the fan enter twice so that they feel like they're participating and not blocked from it. But the way our system works is it's going to grab your email and say, hey, thanks, Michael. You already entered once and I see that without telling you. And so it's only going to mark you down one time and it'll tag you for multiple locations or multiple events. But it'll only will. give you one entry. Yeah, but it will, or it'll only give you as the manager, you'll only see that person's name one time with right. three tags. Right. So it's not creating duplicates for you because right, right, then right. 
what would be the point? The, you're having to go in and manually remove people. We don't want you to do that. Now, when these people enter information in a form for a contest, are they also basically opting in to be put into an artist email list or does yep. an artist have to go through that whole cleaning the entry forms again to get somebody to subscribe to my list? No, or... you're opting in to be contacted by the artist. Um, and, and I think that that's hopefully rather clear. Yeah, um, no, it, it, it should be, you know, yeah. but obviously there's, there's people out there who are just like, nah, it's an email address. I'm just taking it and I'm putting it into my list. And no, they technically didn't. Agree yeah, no, we point. make sure. And that's why, you know, like you asked earlier, like, well, who owns that data and why, and how, how can that work? I mean, even for like the labels, right. If they have multiple artists, it's, I either need an individual checkbox that says I'm giving it to the label X, Y, Z. And that has right. to be separate or sorry label. Like you didn't ask us for that. You can't just reach out for a different artist now. Like not how that works. Like you, this only gives you the permission to reach out for the artist that it was collected by. Un unless we have that secondary opt-in. You know, Jared, uh, this, this really intrigues me. I mean, especially because as you said, these tool sets for artists are all free. And I think that's so important. And, you know, you've got me as we're talking here, I'm going through my head of like, oh, I need to look at it for this artist I'm working with, or this brand might be able to utilize this. Um, where can our listeners go to sign up, get more information? You know, how do they get started on this? Absolutely. So the website's really simple, right? It is just set.live and there's a whole area where, you can read more information, but I'm also happy to just share my email. Look, I, I run the department and I'm happy to talk to anybody. As you know, I'm in Nashville right now and I think I've had 19 meetings over the last three days. You know, I, I'm, I'm not someone that hides away in a cave and says, you know, don't talk to me. For us and my team and especially for, with my background, like service is so important to us. You know, servicing our clients, servicing the artists, that's something that we really hold to a high, high standard. And so I'm always someone you can reach out to, and I'm always someone who's accessible, right? And not someone who just hides away. So my email is just my first name, which is Jared, J-A-R-R-E-D, at max, M-A-X, dot live. And it really is that simple. I, I will connect you with the right team members if it's you know, not something that I can personally handle. I'll connect you to the right person. Um, you'll always get a response from me, usually within the same day. And, and so that's something that's really important to us. And so I'm, I'm glad you asked just because that's really key to everything is that we really are an artist first company. And I, I hope everyone feels that and notices that, or I, at least I think they do because they, they tell me so, but you know, yeah, no, important. I mean, I mean, you know, it's it it definitely comes across as artist first to me, as you said, it's like this, this is free. There's no taking percentages. There's no upsells. There's no subscription fees, um, which, you know, nothing wrong with it. But that's how many, many services out there 
offer themselves. It's like, okay, yeah, you can, you can, you can gather the first hundred entries for free. And if you're going to have a thousand contest entries, well, now it's going to cost you a hundred dollars a month to do that. And now all of a sudden it's like, well, again, if you're that small band, a hundred dollars a month, that's not doable. I don't want to, you know, besmirch any other companies. Right. But you can imagine how much there's a certain, um, texting SMS company out there that if you look at the bills that some of these artists now have, um, they're in the thousands. I actually asked a, a, a really well-known ar- ar- artist because we were talking through it and he's like, well, you know, his manager was saying, oh, I have 70,000 phone numbers. I said, well, how much does that cost? And he told me the number and I almost fell out of my chair. Oh yeah. Said, no, no. How I do mean, you pay for that. And he goes, I don't pay for it. The label pays for it. If we had to pay for this ourselves, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, but you know, we all know at the end of the day, the label is writing the check, but the label is putting that mount into the artist's recoupment. So at the end of the day, the artist is still paying for it. Correct. They and just so start like- writing a check for it directly. But uh, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, email services have been that way for years and years and years. It's like you know, I had an artist years ago that had an email list of one hundred and fifty thousand subscribers. And if they wanted to just put that list on a service, it was going to cost them $750 a month just to host that list. Don't bother using it just to keep it here, just to keep. And I was just like, that's, you know, and and that's where I sit back from an artist standpoint and go, okay, there's got to be a different solution here. There's got, because, you know, even the biggest artists, they don't want to pay money. It, it, it's it's funny. Some of the biggest artists want to pay even less than the artists who don't have money. It's sort of, that's how they that's how they are where they are. They didn't pay. Somebody else paid. So, you know, it's 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 very refreshing that you were just like completely upfront. We are artist friendly. There's no fees to this. This is a free service, and you know you get all the data. It's like okay, this is this is truly artist friendly then. Yeah. And you know, it's really interesting for us because I I go to a lot of these conferences, right. And I'm here at Americana Fest, you know, this past week. And, you know, obviously the way we all linked up was from music biz. And what was so interesting to me is listening to people tell artists repeatedly all the things that were really important, whether that be, Oh, you got to get a booking agent or you got to own your own data. But nobody seems to say, raise their hand and say, like, well, I'm going to help you actually do these things. And, right? and, and just... I'll, I'll help you do these things and I'll help you in a way that isn't going to bankrupt you. Yeah. And so I'll, that's what we're here for. We're like raising our hand, like, wait a minute, there is a better way. And we do think it's not enough to just say, like, owning your own fan relationship is important. I have ways. Let me show you how I can help facilitate actually doing these things. And th- so, that's really important for us. So we 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 pretty much just talked all about set.live, but you did briefly mention some of your other tool sets. Is there an uh, an umbrella website that people can go to to see all of the different offerings you might have? Yeah, so so they can go to go to um max.live and then they can see both what we do on the branded side of the business but also for artists and see the different tools that we have uh, as well. Perfect. Perfect. Jared, this was this was a great conversation. 
Um, I, I, I hope some of our, our artists who listen, reach out and take advantage of this. Uh, you know, Absolutely. I can, I can, I can tell you just simple contest management. It's not a simple process. It's not a simple thing to do. I mean, that's, that's why there's a lot of companies that sell services to do that because, uh, you, you need, you need to do it right. And you need to do it reliably. And, you know, back to where I originally said, well, why couldn't an artist just build their own webpage? Well, you can, but at the end of the day, it's not that easy to do. A hundred percent. And I, I know that you even were referencing some of the artists that you're thinking about. So I'm excited to connect with you after this to see how I can work with some of the people you, you know, directly still, still work with on a day-to-day basis. Cause I think there's a lot we can do together. Yeah. Awesome. Jared, again, once again, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'll talk to you later. Visit discmakers.com to place an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, use promo code FREEBIZ and get free shipping up to a $150. So great chatting with Jared. Um, I'm definitely going to be checking out set.live. I think all of you need to as well. Uh, Just for the simple fact, it's going to gather data from your fans. You own the data and there's no cost to do this. I mean, it's... It's exactly what you want. It's exactly what you want. Um, you need to be gathering your fan data. You need to be gathering names, addresses, emails, whatever you can. Contests are a great way to do that. And doing that at shows is even better. And the fact that set.live provides the back end and sets this all up for you is, is what more could you ask for? Um, I would... I would ask our listeners here, let's let's make this a discussion maybe over at uh, the Bands in Town artist community. Go check it out, bandsintown.musicbizweeklypodcast.com. Free to join, free to sign up. Lots of great discussion and helpful advice going on over there. But I want to know, um, have you tried to do something like this on your own? What, what, are, the, what are the hurdles you encountered? If you tried to set up your own contest page and run your own contest, gather the data and manage this on your own. Um, I'd also love to hear some of your successes. You know, if you did a contest, share with us how great it was and and what the end result was. Um, I've done many contests with many clients. I'm actually doing one right now with a client that's um, already gathered over 15,000 um, contest entries, you know, that's an incredible amount of fan data that, that they're gathering already. Um, so yeah, let us know your experience with doing, doing stuff like set.live. Hey, if you've actually used set.live, let us know. Um, but I'm going to be using it and I'll check back in at a future date and let you know what I think of it. Um, once again, just a quick shout out to Bruce and everybody at Hypebot and Bands in Town for your continued support. And of course, to our sponsors, Bandzoogle.com and Discmakers.com. Thank you for supporting the Music Biz Weekly podcast week in and week out. And if you've got a service or a product that would be a great fit for our listeners, reach out to Jay or myself. We'll be happy to talk to you about a sponsorship opportunity. That's it. Music Biz Weekly Podcast. We'll see everybody next week. Musicians and industry professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, 
Get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship this opportunities. for Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.